0: Welcome to Slashers Paradise, that's Danny, say hi Danny, hello, I'm Lance, today we're talking about Halloween, H2O, oh, 20 years later, this movie is got some really great actors in it, and should be really great, but... It's n- it's not, not it's
1: not a great movie. Uh, I'm so sorry to say. You know, when you're a fan like we are, fans first, Ooh. you want to love everything. Ooh, but uh, I will say this about Halloween H2O: uh, it's not Halloween Resurrection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: saying something. <laughs> That's saying something. Uh,
0: Halloween H2O. Give us the uh, w- let's. Oh, sure, yes. Do you want the pumpkin sp- We'll give give the pumpkin spice latte of Halloween H2O before we go into the shit fest.
1: Go. So, the pumpkin spice latte for Halloween H2O. <sighs> Halloween H2O is called Halloween H2O because it is 20 years after the original. How
0: convenient. It doesn't have anything to do with water. Ah, uh, but wait.
1: Uh, H2O is the... Um, S- the scientific, you know, symbol uh, or s- formula for water, which has a pH balance of 7.0 and it is the seventh installment.
0: Okay, and the tie-ins begin. <laughs> I read online. <laughs> uh,
1: look, uh, this movie is uh, picks up twenty years after the original, and it is retconning or it is uh, ignoring everything before it besides the original now some may say that it is including part two but that is left gray uh and the reason it does this is because not only is it picking up 20 years later with a very familiar face we see returning to the series Lori strode played by jamie lee curtis who has now gone into the witness protection program or has hidden uh, her I- true identity of Lori Strode and is now going by Carrie Tate, who is a uh, head, uh, the headmaster of a p- very posh, secluded private school in Northern California, where she and her introducing first movie ever son, played by Josh Hartnett, are living in hopes to hide from their true past and avoid Michael, whose body was never found. Needless to say, that doesn't happen. Michael returns. Michael Myers has returned 20 years later to finish what he started. And not only kill Laurie Strode, but to kill as well John Tate or John Strode. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much it. I just
0: realized this is a gray area with Halloween 2 because... It is still her brother. So Michael is still killing his family.
1: It is a gray area in the sense that like. If two exists. There was a deliberate. (laughs) Crazy. Attempt to ignore. That the man burned to a crisp.
0: Well. Except for the fact in six. Loomis had skin grafts. If you watched the right version of the movie. And totally. So maybe Michael. And the cult. Mm -hmm. Fixed. His hands... Ah, but the cult is not, is ignored. It's ignored, but it... You know, Danny, in my head, it all happened. Sure. Still. It all happened. And it, you know what? It, they actually intended it for all
1: of it to happen. Right. they wanted it all to happen. Four, it five, was, and six happened. And three. Screw it. It all happened. It all happened. so, I think, first of all, look, H2O, it's a miracle that this movie was able to be made. First of all, you have... Courtships of trying to get John Carpenter to come back, Laurie, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis wanted him to come back. She was locked in. He wanted a three-picture deal. Apparently, uh, sad to say, this is uh, being produced by Dimension, which is the Weinstein's. So there's a bit of uh, their their staple on it. Uh, it's just, is what it is, um, but. This movie did not get John Carpenter, even though he was heavily courted. I think the asking price was too high, and they were able to settle for another director. Name escapes me. I do know this. Their writer, original writer, who gets the the credit for the writing of the movie, uh, had had their script heavily rewritten. Oh, yes. Not only heavily rewritten, and I'm not... Just rewritten, but rewritten by someone in particular, someone actually pretty important, Kevin Williamson, who is the pen
0: for the Scream movies. And let's talk about the Scream movies, because we talked about Halloween six. There's this uh, I feel like it's the beginning of the MTV era movie of horror movies of Michael Myers movies. And the H2O is very much in depth of this. So Halloween six comes out in 1995. And there's a grunge feel to it. There's some MTV kind of stuff going on with it. And then 1996 happens. And it feels like slasher movies must be dead or something. And we get a resurgence with Scream. And then the following year, 1997, we get Scream 2 in the college dorms and all that kind of stuff. And now we're in 1998. And we get Scream 2.5 H2O Halloween. (laughs) It is exactly everything about this movie feels like Scream. Where I remember the advertising, the advertisements for this because this is for both of us. This is the first Halloween film we were old enough to go see in the theater. That's right. So I actually remember the trailers for us. I I remember the excitement of like, "Fuck yeah, Michael Myers is back!" I'm old enough to go see this. Let's go. I'm a huge fan at this point. And now, and I'm advertised this sense of all these psycho tie-ins. Right? We, mm-hmm. we you know there's a lot going on with psycho in this movie. There's a lot of references and again those punch in your face, like get it, psycho, Halloween, get it. <laughs> but the whole movie feels like Scream, everything about it, the soundtrack, the 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 ambiance, everything about this movie just feels like well scream worked. Let's put Michael Myers in like a scream movie. And it just loses all identity. I, I, there's nothing really. I feel like there is nothing. Which
1: isn't the worst thing if this was the only problem. That there's zero identity from what we uh, should expect from a Halloween movie. Right. There's no tie-in. It's going to seem pretty sad and we're going to be pretty sappy. I'm, we're going to shit on this movie. and And you know what? Rightfully so. I think it's just. But look. Let me just say all that to say this. When I watched this movie in theaters, I was so fucking scared. Yeah. I was so scared. Me too. I remember sitting and the the theater was packed. It -hmm. was packed. Yep. I remember the trailer just like you did. And now the face of good and the face of evil will meet one last time. And
0: let's talk about the trailer because now we get the big trailer voice. Uh, Uh, and It's already got this blockbuster treatment. Like This is like the 90s voice. Of trailers and we got to deal with this shit and it doesn't feel like a halloween trailer but it's still scary
1: because it's still scary and you know we we've gone you said it three or four three years with four years no
0: 95 to 98 so so. so yeah
1: so we've got it we've got a while without actually having michael and we need michael that to fill our void of having this character that we fell in love with so when this came out and he gets the big studio treatment you're like oh finally right but why finally why would we feel that way well we're too young to know you know that we were it is the mtv generation we are the mtv generation you know yeah. they got us all with everything i had the baggiest clothes my hair wasn't great you know um I listen to all of the music that you look back and you're like, ugh, all the girls had the pencil <laughs> eyebrows. Michelle Williams. Yes. Academy Award winning Michelle Williams is in this movie. Yes. R- during her red hot stint of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Because that's happening. And, you know, she's uh, she's almost unrecognizable, but she's very young. Um, Josh Hartnett blesses vampire soul looks exactly the same i mean he's very young but this is josh hartnett's first movie ever
0: yeah it was this released before i think this was released after so yet again we have a paul rudd thing going on where this is the first one he filmed he was filming this and faculty at the same time i know this is his first credit yes and yeah. i i don't know if faculty was released first but they all he
1: looks almost identical down to the hair um for a reason yeah so, needless to say, folks, we mentioned that Halloween 6 in the previous one was going to be the last time you would see Donald Pleasance as Dr. Loomis. This would be the last time for a—not the last time, but this would be a while before we even saw the character of Dr. Loomis appear. Well, Donald Pleasance had, has passed away by this point, um, and now it is what has happened— after him so we get him in pictures we get him in an imitation by spongebob is it is it the guy who does spongebob oh no yes Uh, i forget his name i think i have it somewhere no need it um just (laughs) this Uh. uh, it's it's that uh it's that iconic monologue between him and bracket in part one where uh well, it's also a mix of the, it's weird, it's also a mix of the monologue from part two, no conscience, no reason, it was yeah. even remotely human, that's from part two. Mm-hmm. So I met this six-year-old child with a blind, pale, emotionless face, all that's from part one, and they get this like posh English sort of imitation of it Uh to my untrained ears or like super fan ears at the time I was okay but look back to when I was in the theater yeah. the only seat we can get was in the second row and this same. was same.
0: I was in the same fucking row right? oh my gosh kindred spirits <laughs> yes. dude we were like this was the, this was
1: the journey that was going to culminate here yeah it was I was you know it's the one where you're like oh, yeah right. and it's yeah. even worse because it's like where the fuck do I look man like, exactly and every it, up to this point I had been able to see Halloween in the comfort of my own home under my rules these mm. are my rules I want to watch right. when the sun is out yes. or maybe going down I'm going to push it a little bit, but you know, I'm developing some cojones, whatever. Let's go watch it in the theaters. I remember my uncle took me, uh, the uncle's responsible for me, loving Halloween to begin with. Uh, I owe everything to so I'm like, I got to watch it with you. And the thing is like every time before then you watch Halloween and it's scary, but you're in your home and you're safe. This one, you're around, I'm, I'm now I'm around people, yeah. right? And I'll never forget, the, first of all, the movie opens. It, it's a it's one of the nice highlights of the movie
0: it's the only highlight for me except for the credits hitting there are a couple of uh
1: for me there are a couple of uh, uh good scary moments here and there that they were done pretty much pretty well but some things are hard to ignore like for the fact that they use like four four different masks uh who well, lo- we lost count but anyway right back to that is i'm Bigger pardon. I'm sitting in the second row looking up and I know the movie's starting. I know I'm about to see a Michael Myers movie and I'm just keep on saying to myself, shit, 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 <laughs> shit, shit. You're here. You're here. You're here. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. You know, just like trying to pump myself up. And um, not only is Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode returning, but we have a uh, da, uh, nurse Chambers. Yes. Right. Marion Chambers are right. returning. uh to, uh, she's basically playing her character again, but she's in sort of like scrubs. It's almost like she, she's the caretaker or caregiver. I forget, I forget what it is. It's referenced it's inferred that she's Loomis has been Loomis's caregiver. So she's been taking care of him in his old age. They live in the same house. His office is there. So it opens with someone breaking into her house. And when she opens it, she kind of sees that there's a couple of broken things, some, Something's going up, but I'll never forget that she kind of, you know, looks around and it's just like, no, I'm not doing this shit. She got this.
0: She's got like a fuck this face. Yeah. Which is great because this is a character that's seen this shit and goes, nope, not going to do that shit. I'm going next door. Yeah.
1: So she goes next door again. I keep on. It's weird because as you go through, you're like, and this person was in it. And this person. And you know what? We're not done because check it out. Ooh, who is her next door neighbor? She runs to for some help. J G L Joseph Gordon Levitt in his po it's his in between years. It's yeah. It's he's not as young as Angels in the Outfield, um, but he's definitely not as old as uh, Inception. So it's it's right. in between the, those years. So he's and like it's 17. like right
0: after or during. No, it's right after his time with uh, Third Rock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the TV show, yes. But, so this is the first time that we're seeing him not playing like a nerdy little kid. He's actually right. kind of he's kind of cool for this kind of cool.
1: He's playing like this little like you know uh, street hockey dude with his friend. Again, they're like trying to. We get it. You're you're making references to other things. We get it, but dumb. Of course, I know who the director is. Steve Miner <laughs> yeah, directed right. it. We know Steve Miner from. Friday the Thirteenth. He directed part two and three, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. So, that's of right. course, Jimmy, is, and, and that's the car- the name is back of Jimmy. Maybe Jimmy. that's an homage to part two. <laughs> Everything in this movie is a fucking homage. All the it's either ripoffs or homages, whatever you want to say. But he's playing street hockey with his friend, and what does he have on a hockey mask? Uh, you know, hey, remember, remember, you remember Jason? Yeah. You remember? Yeah. You remember the Jason? I'm wearing a hockey mask like Jason. It's funny. So anyway, he's tasked to go check out the to go check out the house for uh, nurse chambers. But, he, you know, they call the cops and yeah, they'll be here in 15 minutes. Easily over 15 minutes. The cops never fucking show up. Let's just be honest. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, well, what? Well, I just like, want to mention one thing on Jimmy's porch is a ton of not only Halloween decorations, but like props. There's like. Dummies and shit in the mm-hmm. background. You see smoke, like he's got a fog machine. He's got it all. Jimmy's all about Halloween, is which he, I love because he's
1: the one that had the cenobite. Is it in this one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is he have the set? Yeah, the, yeah. the, the butterball, the the chunky cenobite yes. from Hellraiser is just
0: sitting on the porch, like and, and, oh god, I love that so much. Like Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy was like who I wanted to be in the next three years because he's like he's kind of a badass. He dresses in the baggy clothes. He's like a cool kid. He's into Halloween like I am. I used to deck out my house in the exact same way. Sure. All that kind of shit. So I just love the fact like now the Halloween has like progressed and it's so realistic. And even uh, Lori's or Tate's, uh Carrie Tate's car later mm-hmm. on is the same car that I grew up in. My mom and dad both had the exact same car. so <laughs> Chevy
1: Blazer, baby. Yes.
0: Anyway, back to this opening scene and how. I actually like this, but Continue. well, so you
1: got you got Jimmy going and being this like knight in shining armor, so so to speak. He's gonna investigate the house. It's gonna be revealed that someone not only has been in the house but has ransacked dr loomis's office shit all over the floor yes. papers and such so that alludes to the fact that well what we know we know that care with that laurie we know from the trailer that laurie strode has been hiding under a pseudonym under uh under a, a new alias under a brand new identity as carrie tate yes and she's the headmaster of this new school so myers apparently has been on the hunt for 20 years doing nothing but failing so uh and you know it's funny because we say is it mentioned Is it, it are the sequels prequels before this mentioned are they are they are they not mentioned but when you go through
0: lewis's office a lot of the newspaper clippings do refer to the sequels yeah yeah you know, so and that's why in my head i'm like this happened i just need to figure out the timeline between john her new son her son and jamie her daughter who is because apparently separated. they were going to try
1: and make it work. And you know what? I would applaud the attempt. Yeah. But apparently they thought it got too convoluted. It got too noisy. So they just said, you know what? Let's keep it simple. Let's streamline the whole acknowledging four, five, and six. Let's just, she's got a son. She never had a daughter. That never happened. Which at the time was one of the first times that anybody had done something like this. Now, a lot of people are taking liberties with that, right? Recon, you got Terminator yeah. that was like, you know, retconning everything before after yeah. two, you got the new Halloween that's retconning everything after one. So, and, and you know, there's more examples, I'm sure. But this was the first attempt, so that was kind of ballsy on their part, you know. Yeah, ballsy, or did it make their job easy? I don't know.
0: I, and that's why I feel like it happened is like it's so gray area because they actually did try, and they're like, ah, just cut it out. Like this stuff was filmed, this stuff was done, this was a tie-in to everything, but. They just, some scenes got cut out. So now it becomes this like, what world are we in? What actually happened? Right. And, and it's w-
1: tough because you we have grown to know the allure, as you mentioned before, of <sighs> Michael at this point. We, right. we, we we know the boogeyman. We know all the things he can do. So you always got to like show us something different. But if you retcon all the things that we know, then you can repeat
0: the things that we know i guess and that, that's the other thing is like i like i said before your world building things have to progress the levels have to go up now this is like scaling way back down and so the movie is very simple and short in, in its sense yeah like, it,
1: it's in, in it's short it's the shortest uh of the whole series is run run times like 86 minutes which you know for me watching it back uh recently and reminding myself i'm like yeah thank god it's over uh, <laughs> yeah by the time you get to the end you're like Phew, okay but look the the, the opening is I, I agree with lance it's done pretty well they're not in haddonfield and actually we never go back we never go to haddonfield we're in an in we open in a neighboring town in illinois and uh that's kind of like haddonfield <laughs> which by the way the opening the first thing you see
0: as far as like oh, yeah. not credits <laughs> i was hoping to get back to yeah, it yeah is uh
1: Is a woman like, I guess, a babysitter carving a pumpkin out in the street with her, with these kids. And she is so pissed. She's so mad to be doing it. It just starts with like a knife and you're like, oh, shit, we're going to go right into it. And then the knife goes into the pumpkin and it's revealed that it's this girl. And she's like, God damn it. Leave me alone. I mean, I can't read her mouth, but the kids are like, do it, do it. Pumpkin jack-o'-lantern me.
0: What's funny is she just keeps stabbing it. It's the most jagged bullshit cut into a pumpkin i've ever seen like she's not looking and you're just hoping that she doesn't stab a kid i at mean this point
1: you're ho- i'm hoping that she does but like but anyway it's i go back to there. these jerk kids
0: imagine that happening in the background as we pan away from them <laughs> like oh, no the action's over here actually yeah exactly oh <laughs> let's hope that she didn't jump she
1: did not look happy i mean no. it's just you know you your kids are driving me up the dumb wall with this pumpkin this is- i cannot carve a jack o by the way jack-o'-lantern carving isn't an easy thing to do it's actually very tedious and i've done a few in my day and it's like "Mm, i have to really like you if i'm gonna do one for you yeah so anyway we cut back we we're we're back to uh, nurse chambers who's like okay jimmy says that the coast is clear after he went in there and got he scared himself and knocked down all her pots and pans (laughs) stole her beer ate a cookie and threw it back into the dish it's it's obvious that if someone was in there, they're probably not there anymore. Uh, but then he comes out, tells her everything's fine, and he goes with his friend back to their place. They're happy because they got beers, man. Yeah. the beers. Chink, chink, chink. And um, so she goes into the house. Oh, when he tells her that her office had been dealt with, right, that it had mm. been ransacked or it had been messed up, you could tell she's like, my office. My like, office. I don't that's not mine it's loomis's but oh shit okay so she goes into her house and no it's not it's not it's not right it's not right something's up the door slings open at the back and that's where she actually that i think that's where she gives us the fuck this face yeah yeah
0: well it's another one right yet again we get another one because there's a shadow in the back as well the door swings open there's a there's a wall in the distance and you see a shadow or well, we I'll see f- that
1: we actually maybe we see the shape though right you don't
0: see the shape okay, but you do see a shadow moving and you're like and she goes fuck that i'm out again yeah so she takes off um you know
1: running back to jimmy to help her when she goes into jimmy's house what's there but a dead jimmy yeah ice s- what is it ice skate. skate to the face cross the face oh my god he got dead dead yeah and then when she's trying to leave opens the back door to see the other friend dead he falls down she's on the ground and we get our first right away look at what is the new michael myers placed by chris durand in a mask that looks eerily similar to halloween six
0: yeah sure does and it's uh it might be it (laughs) uh yeah i'm and i'm totally okay with it it looks scary. It looks super scary. And we finally get a dark, you know, uh, a dark jumpsuit with the mask from Six. Six is one of my top masks <laughs> at this point. And they do most of the scene with that mask, which is awesome. And it it's, is great. It's filmed dark mostly. Uh, it's one of the darker kills of the movie, I believe. Mm-hmm. The way it's shot, at least. It's just, it's a fun opening. Like, I like... It's a, it's a great
1: opening. It's honestly... um it shoots it shoots in a way that's like it's new but the suspense is still there
0: yeah it's so far from 95's uh, the curse of michael my it's so far from it It feels like it's a decade in between just the way it's so polished and, and the way it looks and it looks super modern i just we just we're taking a look at it right now it looks super polished it looks like it just came out you know what i mean like
1: So whatever got lost right between that first opening scene to the rest of the movie?
0: Uh, It's just a totally different movie after that. I mean, the intention was there's a lot of intentions on this script was completely rewritten. How many times supposed to be an all girls Catholic school. So we kind of get back to the babysitter thing. And then there was going to be a copycat killer. So there mm-hmm. was no Michael Myers until mm-hmm. maybe the end. He kind of does a face-to-face thing, which we've, I think, seen before at that point. Uh, um, instead, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis goes, huh, it's a 20-year anniversary. You know it would be cool? we doing a 20-year anniversary
1: movie. <laughs> uh, the keys. Uh,
0: so apparently, just because the date was coming up she was feeling successful i think she turned down uh halloween four because she had just broken out of the scream queen thing her career was starting to take right. off in a more serious direction that's why she declined for on top of money and blah 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 but now at this point she feels comfortable to come back so now this script has to be adapted and now we change over to this private school she's a teacher We've got to make her a part of this but we're gonna change her up and I guess it was kind of her idea of like what happens twenty years after this traumatic experience. So and what's so
1: interesting is that whenever you have a a, a new installment of a movie that was. First originated in 78 and they're like, oh, they're still making it. What is he walking around with it with a cane? I love how you said that.
0: Uh? We get that so often. Yeah, always, always.
1: What does he have a cane? I'm like, yes, he has a cane. It's so scary. And he tries to get the senior discount at Denny's all the time. What? No, he was 21 (laughs) in 78. He's 21. Right. So what? Okay. So he's now it's he's 41. 41. He's 41 in the in this new movie. Yeah, there are a lot of 41s that can do some shit that I couldn't do at 19 and still can't do. Like Absolutely push-ups. not. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and we're going to see incredible feats of strength by the 41 year old who's, you know, and he's, he... I will say that when they got this new Myers, Chris Durant, they, uh, they went away from the bulkiness, mm-hmm. you know, that we, no more Don Shanks, right. no more Wilbur uh even dick warlock to an extent was bulkier we're back to a more uh nick castle-ish ish Ish.
0: but he's short right he looks so small they shoot shoot him short at least and apparently the twist is that there's a guy named charlie in this movie he was hired on to be the uh, copycat michael myers so i'm guessing that at some point it made sense to have this kind of small michael myers But we got rewritten and took that completely away. They told Charlie, like, hey, your role's been changed. You're still in the movie, but it's totally different. Wait, 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 wait a minute.
1: You're telling me. Yes. That nobody in this, in the whole production, writer, (laughs) director, no one learned from Friday the 13th five. No one learned that everyone hates that shit when you don't give us the killer. They were actually, no, actually they did learn because they did give us Michael. So they did learn, but they were actually going to go forward with a, uh, is it Michael? It's actually not.
0: (laughs) They started Ah. filming this shit with this, this Charlie guy as the copycat killer. Apparently they had started filming. So I'm guessing the reason we have such a small Michael Myers is because it was supposed to be somebody else. And then we're fucked and we gotta change it on the go. And here's what we but get. So
1: mu- I think that's what's so frustrating about this movie is that like you have most of the pieces. So just you know put together. If you put together a thousand piece a thousand piece pu- puzzle, right? And you're missing ten pieces. Yeah. Okay. I still know what the puzzle looks like. Yeah, I get the picture. You get. I get the picture. But you have all the pieces, and you you made. A bird out of them, or something like you just you made <laughs> something that wasn't supposed to be. There was like you have Jamie Lee back. Not only do you have Jamie Lee Curtis Halloween royalty, yes, but you have horror royalty in the form of her mother Janet Lee, yes, who actually was a late addition. They were able to get Janet Lee on to play Lori's secretary. Did you know that they were considering and was supposed to be P.J. Souls to play that? Really, I didn't. They were going to get the original Linda to play uh-huh. Laurie's. Secretary, but not as Linda, right? Which would be kind of weird, right? Then you're, then you're. So how would you do that? Now you're officially saying all bets are off, nothing exists, because you can't get, you can't. I'm sorry, you cannot get the same actor who has died, even though they obviously have not died in real life, to play another character in the same series. You just can't. That's Uh, we
0: already did that. Halloween one, Halloween three, Annie.
1: And yeah. then, J, you know, Danielle Harris and the Rob Zombie ones. So, there we go.
0: well, that's a different world of Michael Myers. So, we're, well, so yeah, part three is a different world than two. But it's no, 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 no. Anyway, no.
1: anyway, I, I'll disagree. I disagree with it then as well. I, you just, it, you just can't. You it just it can't. fucks
0: with your head a little bit too much. But um, yeah, we didn't get that. Yeah, so. so we
1: didn't. We got Janet Lee, the the, the Marion Crane from Psycho. Oh my gosh. Jamie Lee Curtis's real mother to play uh, her secretary. We get. I mean, look. The we said it. The no. The the nods to Psycho are there very much, and they're wow. apparent, and they're in your face. Thing. Okay, fine. But what we don't like. Yeah, there's Marion Crane. <laughs> yeah. There, it you know, Psycho. Whatever. But not only that, you're like she's. They're saying things from Psycho. They're like, uh oh, They tell uh, Josh Hartnett's character John at one point. He's like, ah, oh, you're gonna. 50 20 years later you're still going to be living with her you're going to be running on a on a, a motel in the in the middle of nowhere killing like, people and then not, and then when we see Janet Lee get into her car it's the car from Psycho and they play the Psycho theme
0: it's again one of those did you get it did, did, did do you get it it's psycho do you psycho. get it if you don't it's, get it i'm going to punch you it's
1: psycho guys but it's actually scary. Uh, yes. It's just, it's incredibly frustrating. Lance, Lance, it's incredibly frustrating because, <laughs> and look, I will be the first to say, it is easy to, in retrospect, shit on something that misses the boat. I will say that, that it is easy to do what I'm doing right now, and it's not easy to write and produce and direct. I get that. Needless to say, this is what the fans do. We, we judge, and then we say, this is not this is not what we wanted and this is not even and nothing is worse than insulting the fans intelligence yeah i will say that from any fandom across the board if you if you treat the fans as if they're idiots mm-hmm. they will they will know and they will revolt against you and you'll hear it so they kind of treated us like we were idiots a little bit and i hate that shit not only is it just a lot of Hey, it's okay. This is remember Jamie Lee Curtis from the original. She's in this now, but then there's just like
0: it, it feels like a cash grab at the it end do, of it. It right? does with
1: with the addition of and I'm you know I'm a fan to a certain degree. I don't have a problem with him personally in anything he's done. L.O. Cool J is in this movie yeah. as a security guard. Ronnie, Ronnie, the secure. Hold on, I wrote the, the the he's an aspiring smut novelist. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just fabulous? He's uh, we're introduced to Ronnie because he's on the phone with uh, his girlfriend or his wife rather, and he's reading. It, it doesn't matter, but it, his significant yeah. other, and he is reading her his new uh, chapter, his new novel. And he's just, it's LL, right? Ladies love Cool James, man. Cool it's, James. He's just, he's giving, in, you know, he's telling her what's going round, tumultuous, round melon breasts. And then she just shits on him over the phone. And she sounds like, what did you say she sounded
0: like? <laughs> this is my one issue with her and him. <laughs> Is that she sounds exactly like Brenda Meeks from Scary Movie? (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) like the one that's screaming in the in the movie theater and annoying everyone. Right, it's two at t. It sounds like her. I'm like, you didn't have to go that far. I have no issue with Ronnie's character, except for in the end the way he goes or doesn't go. But otherwise, I don't have. We haven't had this in Halloween, and I'm okay with this character. It's totally fine. Get some some true diversity, but it's just. His it's really just his woman that is just so over the top and a character that we had probably just seen. I forget when Scary a Movie came out, but uh, that is the over the top part for me. Is, no, his, no, you're you're
1: right. It's just, and and you know I'll I'll say personally, uh, at, you know, it's you want representation in movies. You know, any minority, any uh, non-white. Uh, ethnicity will will say it's cool to have representation you want to see yourself in these characters if you don't see yourself represented you know sometimes you you could go crazy you're like well don't do I not exist in in a normal world yeah so it's cool to see I, I am I am so you know pleased to see uh diverse casting and all that stuff but to a certain degree it's almost like it, it feels a bit like we put a a minority in this role, this is good, right? And that's it. They didn't give him enough to do. Uh, A lot of his stuff was ad lib, like more of the comedy stuff. I like the casting. I think it's great. I just think that the character, here's what. Remember, slasher movies at this point are being shit on left and right. Mm -hmm. They're being like, oh, the big-breasted girl is going to trip up the stairs.
0: Remember, Scream points yeah. out all these tropes, yeah. so yeah. now we're playing right back into them kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Like- Cause,
1: well, because like, what do you know about, right, if there's a Latino or if there's one black person in the movie, you're like, oh, they're going to get killed first, right. right? So it's like, it almost feels a little too, we know what the tropes are, I'm speaking for the filmmakers, we know what the tropes are, so we're going to kind of dangle them in front of you, and then we're going to show you that it's not that but in the most unclever and uninspired way possible
0: my complaint about him is like i wish he was a different character because the first thing michael myers is gonna do in a halloween flick is take out the fucking security guard he's gonna take out the shit took out an entire fucking sheriff's department in one movie so he's really gonna leave The one security guard, the one guy like controlling the fucking gate to get in and out of this. But he's going to leave him behind. I mean, I would have loved to see Ronnie as uh, like, um,
1: you know, they have to have other because we meet we meet the headmistress as uh, we meet Jamie Lee Curtis's character. We meet Laurie Stroh, we meet Carrie Tate. She's the principal for all intents and purposes. We meet. uh, Is it uh, Adam Arkin? Alan Arkin? Uh, I forget his name. I mean, he, yeah. he we, me, to her love interest, who's the guidance counselor. I would have loved to see Ronnie as like uh, maybe another, like a history teacher or like one of the, yeah. like, you know,
0: like a, a counselor film, film studies. That yeah. would have been so cool. I think he could have pulled it off, but that would have been hilarious. And he's trying to write these smut, but he's teaching would be kids. So, how so would make funny, film. but I guess
1: you know. <laughs> whatever you know even then a security guard is not a bad idea but like maybe you know give us two. make him a sheriff make him the deputy of the little town that this place lives in i don't know um just he just felt a little too uh it it felt like cannon fodder it felt like oh this is just going to be somebody we're going to write for michael to kill and i didn't i didn't particularly like that i do like him i'd like the character he's funny with his uh, it's a funny thing that he's an aspiring smut novelist and he's just on the phone (laughs) on this on this the not the cellular but now it's the the portable phone he's just on this like huge wireless phone that's just (laughs) and he's just it's funny he's it's funny because she shits on him and he's like, come on, I'm trying here. Yeah. Uh, and, but there's he,
0: something natural about him in this film. Yeah, at least
1: he does. He, he does give a certain, uh yeah, there's a natural, there's a net, there's an unforced yeah. sort of feeling about, it. I just wish he was given a little bit more, but he, I mean, the thing is like he is a victim of a jump scare (laughs) so we all are living through him because josh hartnett's character john is trying to leave campus so he can they can go pick up liquor because they're gonna okay there's a big there's a big camping trip being planned for all the students at the school and everyone's going but john is not allowed because it is established early that carrie Laurie Strode is com- very overprotective of him. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's established. She's divorced and, but he's 17 and she's just be very protective. Right. So he's not allowed to go and he kind of resents her. There's a bit of a, you know, back and forth between them. So uh, John seems to kind of push the fact that his mom is a principal. Right. Yeah. And so he goes uh, as Ronnie is re- <laughs> is reading uh, the, the smut novel john comes from behind and just scares the shit out of him and he says what everyone has always said in a movie "You scared the shit out of me (laughs) (laughs) he's dead because you're like you son of a bitch like why are you doing this so also jump scares there are so many jump scares yeah fake outs i call them more more so because i don't mind it if it's the if it's progressing the movie and it's the villain you know like in a in a possession movie or whatever like the jump scares are always like progressing the villain or the the monster but this one is just like um it's just to get the audience and i think that's but anyway yes that was a funny part i love that part
0: yeah i i, I love it too and again like you said if he had more if he was just a different character or something like yeah. ronnie is great in that sense um i liked having john in this movie i think it was cool to have that sense of like our old Lori strode has something else to protect and we see like the 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 terror she has the terror uh, dreams and wakes up screaming so she's very affected by this probably on prescription drugs I think it even yeah she's
1: on quite a few
0: she's on quite a few pills she she drinks a lot oh yes yeah Uh, she's drinking wine and all this kind of stuff
1: wait she has the all-time chug of what is probably
0: Chardonnay or or, or, uh, you know I think it is Chardonnay
1: yeah just oh yeah can I get another Chardonnay please right today yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) dude first of all <laughs> when one has a drinking problem the one thing that you should not do is try and embarrass them about it right yeah so if i'm at a restaurant and i ask <laughs> i ask the freaking uh waiter please can i have another double a crown royal or whatever the hell i asked for and he looks at my glass because it's still full i want to be like Did you not hear me? I said, what the hell's going on here? Right. So she is in the, she's having lunch with uh, the guidance counselor and uh, she's got her glasses still kind of full and she asked for another Chardonnay and he just kind of like looks at her glass like, but you're not finished with that one. And Jamie Lee in true, she can, she can do it as better than anyone. She's like today. And he's like, "Today, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And she chugs that. Look, have you chugged wine ever? It's not what you're supposed to do. I
0: can regretfully say I have tried.
1: Yeah, you're not supposed to. It's not. It's a sipper, you know. But she chugs it because she's trying to, she's trying to get a quick buzz on, you know, during yeah. during lunch. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> she just chugs it, and then he. It's all while the guidance counselor went to the uh went to the restroom and stuff. She's like, "Let me get, let me get this in real quick." And the dude bring. And then he's like, you know what? I've already pissed her off. Let me give her a healthy pour. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> she's almost to the top. Old. Yes, yes, so she downs that thing, oh, gets the next one. Chug. I think she even takes a sip of the next one too. Oh yeah, like, she's like, oh, God, okay, 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 I'm
1: good, I'm good. Whew, okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, the town's a buzzing because it's Halloween. I think we, s- I think we see the same fake out, scare and scream, right? Or one of the screams where, uh, it might be three. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's where, uh, you know, because... the girl gets like they, they, they or the kids run and they scare the window or whatever oh, and you run right. and scream this girl yeah. like he's like it, acting it's like it's exactly
0: a, that was another yet another scream portion I know you're talking about right. the reaper goes yes, after this little yes, girl exactly yeah exactly that one uh yeah it's a total scream movie um the one part that doesn't feel like scream is the the girl where he gets his truck or car oh yes and the, yeah i have that written <laughs> that, that is thoughts. one of
1: that is i have that written that that is one of my favorite moments but it's also a moment that I can recall yelling in the theaters, oh, you little shit! <laughs> because let me tell you why. Uh, the, it's a scene where a uh, mom and her young daughter are stopping at a rest stop because they have to use a restroom. And uh, it is, she's in this, like, I can only describe it as the, it looks like the bus that the Jeeper, that the creeper, uh, drives in Jeepers Creepers. It, it's
0: pre-Creeper bus. Truck yeah, it's thing. it's like a truck hearse, maybe like a. It's like an old ice cream truck uh, from like the 1950s yeah. decommissioned 60s something. Ice cream truck. Why and the fuck would this mom be driving that? Who knows?
1: You, you know, they live off the land. They they sell ice cream and it's green. You know, because the truck. I don't know where I was going, but anyway, they stop at this rest stop and they see that the women's bathroom is uh locked or out of commission. It doesn't matter. Right. Uh, and, you know, Casey was a <laughs> little shook. She's just like, Mom, come on, I gotta go. Right. <laughs> and then the mom improvises and being a mom, she's like, Okay. So she checks the boys' room and she's like, Hello. And they're about to go in there. And Casey, No, that's the boys' room. Well, the boys just gonna have to deal with it. But when she looks back at her car, it is noted, you notice that the car that Michael commandeered is parked out there. Yeah. So someone's there, but it didn't answer when they were. When she asked if anybody was in the restroom, and a good
0: mom notices it, by the way, oh yeah, remember she has a reaction to it, like oh shit, there's somebody else around or somewhere. My daughter
1: has to go. I kind of have to go. Let's just go, you know. So she props the door open with a big stone, and you know they go into separate stalls. And (laughs) Casey's, I mean, yeah, she's like humming and stuff, and she's just she is adorable. I'll give her that. She's adorable little, you know, chunk face. It's. It's cute. But then while they're in the stalls, the door closes. It slams close. And it's kind of scary. And the mom brushes it off. It's just the door. Don't worry about it. And what you see is while they're using the restroom, the mom puts her purse down. And someone reaches and grabs the purse. Yeah. And it's Michael. Michael grabs the purse and she's freaking out. Not only is she, you know, vulnerable because she's on the toilet, but her daughter's over to the next stall and still (laughs) oblivious (laughs) to everything. This is one of the parts that I will give H2O forever credit because it was very creepy. Yeah. Very creepy. It was one of my favorite and very... Not a, a lot of bright, shiny moments, but this moment is bright in the sense that she's looking through the cracks in between the door of the stall. She's still behind, and when she's looking, she sees Michael. He has taken her purse. He starts walking, and he looks right back at her through the cracks, almost to say, "Like, you want to do something?" Yeah, don't you Ooh. dare come oh, out oh, of that, that stall! Shit is scary. Yes,
0: that scene is is pretty cool, and the fact that. It is just terrifying. You don't know what's going to happen for the first when you're watching it for the first right. time. Like, what kind of Michael are we getting? We still don't quite know. We got a pretty brutal one to start, and this is like the second time we're seeing him. What yeah. kind of Michael are we going to get? Is he really going to go after this little girl?
1: Which she fakes us out, and the reason I call her a little shit is because of this. She starts <laughs> screaming bloody murder. She's like, ah! Yeah. So the mom j- runs out to go save her kid and opens the door, and there's Casey on the toilet. She's like, spiders. You little shit. You scared the shit out of all of us. The mom is like, oh, God, you're you're okay?" No, I'm screaming. I hate you. You made me shit my pants because I thought
0: Michael was about to kill this poor little girl. So anyway,
1: uh, Michael takes their car and now he's got a new
0: vehicle. Uh, What's interesting about this scene is there was quite an there's a lot of opportunity in this scene to do a lot of different things with Michael. And we went one way. And what's funny is there's not much salvageable about this movie. But this, in my opinion, is revisited later on in the franchise no
1: problem because they get it right
0: hey well i thought they got it right the first time but we're gonna move on
1: super right they get it they get it ultra right
0: uh we'll see about that but uh (laughs) yeah so
1: i mean i and i i don't have a lot other bright moments i mean i don't think that this it's necessary like uh to go trope by trope about who gets killed when they get killed you know it's it's worth a watch if you wanna. If you're a completionist and you gotta watch the series,
0: um, I will say there's a cool fall. There's not a Halloween vibe, but there's a cool fall vibe to it. Uh, if you like, I,
1: I do remember know. saying I wanted to go to school there. Yeah, like because. It's a private school, and you get to live on the door. It's like you're in high school, but you're treated like a college student. I thought that was always very, very cool.
0: That's awesome, and, and it, it does give you kind of that different vibe. Everyone's wearing the kind of the same thing. I'm sure you have comments about what John's wearing. And yeah, how I mean, he's he shouldn't
1: it. be wearing. Uh, he, he probably he's probably a, a medium or a, or an extra medium or whatever, but he's wearing a three X shirt. Like the sleeve, like you see these hems are right here. Like they are so far down on. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get it. It's the '90s. His hair's not combed. His
0: I, two people could fit in
1: his in his clothes what's the so funny
0: acts. what's so funny to me about the hair combing thing is uh josh harnett was actually filming the faculty at the exact same time and in the faculty he's kind of like this bad boy whatever he's got the scraggly hair Well, he's filming h2o at the same time they are brushing his hair going no no like you gotta have a brush and all this kind of stuff he goes great i'm gonna put a hat on now and they're like fuck we gotta redo it and then he's like okay all right i see you so he waits until the director is about to say and action and then he scruffs his hair up <laughs> and goes okay and we're back in the scene and the fuck it the the makeup department is just livid with him throughout it there's actually one or two scenes where you can kind of see his hair is brushed just slightly and you're like, oh, you are like, he missed one or two but yes he's this very like grungy boy and he's kind of a cool bad boy heroine in this it's very different it's very late 90s Again, scream, uh, slasher time.
1: Well, sure. I mean, which is funny because about the hair, it, it was a, <laughs> apparently a topic, uh, a point of contention on the set because that line that Ronnie says to him when oh, he right. lets him out, <laughs> yes. you know, comb your hair. That that line was ad lib by LL. Yes, that was so cool. It was ad lib by him. That was apparently people were like, "Your hair, dude. Your hair. Your hair." your hair he's like <laughs> he didn't want to be a, he didn't want to be a movie star apparently josh hartnett didn't so after each take he would put that beanie on as the way jamie Lee curtis re- uh, describes it as a way to like return back to his promise that he wanted to act he wanted to be in film but he didn't want the stardom that came with it which you know kind of tracks with what how he's been throughout his career you know the dude still works but it's always mm, right before it being like super super popular yeah i mean you know you got your penny dreadful see, uh, series he was in the sin city movie and you know he he was in a, a lot of movies but then now he's kind of like kind of stayed on the tv series
0: yeah he did penny dreadful after quite a long hiatus and he yeah. kind of said like i there was nothing that was right until it was right and penny dreadful was right and i love he was, penny dreadful. me too love it, it's great he's great Great actor. I mean, there's a lot of good actors in this movie. Yeah, like
1: I just—I mean, Michelle Williams is in it. Um, future Academy Award winner. She plays Josh Hartnett's John Tate's love interest, girlfriend. Um, <laughs> at one point, they are going to. So this trip, he's going to skip out on the trip, uh, and him, um, her, Michelle Williams, and the the two other the two his friend and and his girlfriend, the two couple. There are two couples that are going to skip the whole trip by, like, making up the fever uh, story. Um, someone can't go because they didn't turn in a, an assignment. They're all going to stay and have their own Halloween party yeah. and act like teens and sex it up. That's yes, right. right. Um, but <laughs> he he makes this, like, little under-the-basement party Center and he does it like it's all it's it's actually pretty nice. Yeah, it is, it's, cool. it's
0: cool. It's grungy. It's yeah, like teenage. But he, it's cool. They're all hanging out
1: and of course you have to hear Hooray for the Child You. They're like listening to Creed and then I'm just like <laughs> laughing the whole time. it's like, yeah, it's really on the nose. And I'm like, so it's hard because now you're watching. Here comes Michael Myers. He's gonna kill. <laughs> 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 anyway, I mean,
0: <laughs> very of the times you laugh at it now, I'm laughing at your I impression more the- than anything. I never really thought much about the song. <laughs> I know. Until until <laughs> Until we get that. Uh, again, <laughs> everything is punched in your face in this movie. The Go-Go dolls are, are the Goo-Go dolls. The
1: Go-Go, Go-Go dolls were there, too. <laughs> Funny, there was
0: an alternate scene. Everyone's naked. The <laughs> Goo-Go dolls uh, posters in the background as Scream 2 is playing on the TV, which you had mentioned. Was- oh,
1: yeah. It was an, It was added in later. Of course, I mentioned Kevin Williamson was, you know, mm-hmm. they were trying to... Everyone was trying to owe, uh, you know, nod to each other, nod to each other, nod to each other. It's almost like a bunch of friends got, you know, the keys to the car, right? They got a chance to make a movie. And they're like... Hey, you know, remember, I know Look what I remember you did it. I did it for you and it's for it's for you. It's yeah. for you, guy. I, I, um they're watching Scream 2, but apparently that was not what originally what the girls are watching in their bedroom. They're watching so I married an axe murder, which because Mike Myers is in Mike it. Myers. Mike Myers, remember? And they just superimposed or they put over that uh Scream 2 footage. Do you want to die tonight, Cece?
0: was that was that all right that's pretty damn good i'll probably answer we'll to, to that yeah a you, bit can, later. you can do it
1: i'm, I'm, I'm okay with uh, that.
0: the one thing we got to talk about again the mask there's quite a few masks with the h6 mask. Why is there quite a few man why is it why why uh, because we gotta there always has to be a bunch of masks or a bunch of versions of the mask or whatever we have we have our first is it our first cgi mask which oh yeah is awful he looks like a fucking cartoon for a mm-hmm. scene uh because we couldn't reshoot we didn't have uh the set anymore so we couldn't reshoot that so we had to draw on his face cgi mm-hmm. uh and also we're getting a lot of eye action a lot of human be a lot of eye in this michael myers and it's so bad it's, it, it, so, bad. it's so distracting from any michael myers scene there's there's only one cool movement that i remember because you don't see his eyes you don't see much motion. he gets Hit over the head um, by Jamie Lee Curtis with um, the uh, fire the fire extinguisher. I know. Yeah, he gets knocked in the head. He falls down. He has this cool little, like, he pushes himself out and looks over at her. That is the coolest thing Michael Myers does probably in the whole movie. Well,
1: some would say, Lance, that the coolest part is when a 41-year-old Michael Myers has been sustainingly holding himself <laughs> up in the air by his left hand holding a pipe <laughs> in this old... That see. cool, just holding himself up, waiting for Jamie, waiting for Lori to walk <laughs> under him. And it was in it was in the trailers, in the room, and everyone was like, Oh my god, Michael is not on his feet. He's
0: doing something new. That was and never Michael, a cool scene. And then we had to redo it again in the next oh, film yes, for some goddamn reason. Uh, <laughs> see, I couldn't do that with
1: someone holding me. He's over <laughs> here just and you know what? Don't and, and we have we're gone from the he's pure evil thing. That he is one hundred percent human in this one. Like yeah. you, I mean, f- first of all, about the mask, we have the eye holes are this big. <laughs> yes, they are this big. It almost it's like it's like if you cut like I don't know if you were making your own mask and you start. or you're trying to cut a hole and you're like ah fucked it up so you gotta make it bigger Yeah. and it's like they kept on it's like when you do like sleeveless shirts and you're like ah screwed it up and then it ends up over here or whatever so it's like
0: we have so much it's like We get the mask up here, and then we get the mask down here. You get cheekbone, like human cheekbone coming out of the eye hole of the mask. And it's there's so much human to him. You (laughs) see expression, which you're not supposed to. It's the shape. Yeah. So it's like you totally forgot who Michael is. And I think this is all because they cut the trailer with the first mask. And it's like that weird baby doll mask. And everyone went, what the fuck is that? Baby. It kind of looks like a doll throughout the whole thing. Well, right, because they didn't know where they were. Again, they're
1: going through this. Do is he the copycat? Is it really Michael? Again, it's 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 a mess, guys. Like there's so much to, to unpack with this that like you almost just gotta watch it for surface value and just like, hey, I wanna see Michael doing cool kills. And you know, you you, you get some I don't what's the coolest kill in this? Uh like the most unique kill. Cause he, he, we got we got him stalking uh one of the teens and just kind of stabs her he slices uh, the kid from Jumanji's, who's like anyway he's like a a shoplifter and a a Lothario he's like he's French remember oh right apparently he's French he's a French student I guess I guess what it is it's the guidance counselor because it's just a rehash of my favorite kill from H2.
0: I guess it has to be. And also, we also haven't mentioned it in the here, but we mentioned it to each other that a lot of people survive this film for God knows what reason. Yeah, look, guys, too many people survive. Um,
1: real quick, just so you know... This is the one time that Jamie, that Laurie Strode has decided enough is enough. And it's almost like I could feel it coming from Jamie personally. There's no... When you could connect to that much anger, because she's mad. She's like pissed off. She's decided, I'm not going to run anymore. I'm going to fight. Right? Yeah. So she uh, is able to save John and... Um, michelle williams uh and she sends him off in that chevy blazer baby that's right to leave the (laughs) to leave the the school where they've survived being uh attacked by michael he's he's killed the guidance counselor um by redoing the nurse jill kill from part two where he stabs and raises him up he's kind of convulsing and he's a big dude yeah yeah so Um, they think that they killed Ronnie L.O. Cool J by firing a gun at him because they think it's Meyer. So a lot has been happening. She gets the kids to safety and says, you know what? You guys go. I'm going to fight. I'm tired of this shit. I got to face my fears. You know, there's that right. theme earlier about fate and stuff. Um, and. There's like the, 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 pickup of the music, which again, I think it, I think was a bad choice from the beginning. It's very, it's orchestra. It almost, it feels like there's no danger or if there's any danger, it's always, it's all surface danger. It's
0: like an action thriller or something. Like it, it just feels like the soundtrack of every movie in the late nineties. Right. There's nothing about it that feels Halloween or. Well,
1: I love the Halloween right. movie. And if you're going to give me a new version of it. Then okay, I'm gonna listen, but yeah. it just doesn't. It doesn't add to the suspense. It's like and there's like a and like a trombone. What the <laughs> hell's going on here?
0: So I, at the I think after everything happens, they play a version of the old Halloween tune, modernized, and it almost has like this like sympathetic sadness to the Halloween tune. And at that point, you are kind of feeling sad that you just watched I'm- all of this <laughs> happen
1: uh Laurie fights back and I was mentioning you know Michael lowering himself from a pipe that he's it, it, inexplicably been holding on waiting for her to cross he didn't know she was going to come back and then it's high up there does he have now like super jumping anyway and all that all that is me thinking and giving it way too much credit (laughs) so she fights back and boy does she she stabs him a lot with a knife and is about to land the final blow after he's fallen (laughs) off and what happens we see ronnie come back to life because when he was shot at the bullet grazed him and Here's where I was screaming again because Lori has stabbed Michael so many times dropped him down and he's lifeless on the ground and she is standing triumphant. She's got the big ass knife again, and I think she's going to stab him straight in the head. It's fine to me. Do it right. Live your live your truth, girl. You know, go for it. (laughs) And she's she's about to stab and Ronnie comes and just stops her from it. And he's like, he's dead. He's dead. Bitch, Who cares? There is a serial killer. Let me run over him with a caterpillar bulldozer if I want to. <laughs> why are you wh- and then I'm watching it with my fiance and she's like, "Why why is he doing that?" And I'm like, "Trying to I don't know why, but I was trying to like save the movie." I'm like, "Maybe he was trying to save her humanity."
0: And then I went, "Not nah, in it." <laughs> you know what they did by accident? And you saw my reaction to this? They did it by accident. They captured the stupid ass Loomis pop scare that oh we've been God. getting movie after movie after movie. Yeah, we got it in Halloween six. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, we get on accident, we get a Loomis pop scare from fucking LL Cool J. I think that kind of sums up the film right there. Yeah.
1: LL Cool J stops Jamie Lee Curtis from stabbing Michael Myers with a fatal blow by giving us the traditional Dr. Loomis jump scare. That's about it. That should have been the pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but of course, she's not satisfied. They put him in a body bag. Yeah. That's karate kid. Um, and she's like she hijacks the the van, takes him down the road, and of course he's alive. He gets out of the body bag. She breaks, he flies out of the window. She's still not satisfied because she 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 is us in in the sense of like ah saw that in part four. Yeah, ah, saw that th- saw that in part six. Ah, saw that here. So she is us in the sense of like he's lying motionless on the floor after flying off the car. She's like, get up. And he does. <laughs> he gets up and he just looks at her like Oh, come on ah, sis let me kill shit. you already <laughs> and we get to the final scene where after falling down the hill she's got him he's pinned between a broken branch yeah so they're falling down the hill <laughs> yeah get me here I'm gonna do I, I think I need to do it so it's like they're falling down the hill she man- manages to get loose uh, she took the axe with her that she was wielding earlier and he's rolling down the hill he falls on this like tree branch that's horizontally and here comes this van he tries to get out of the way he turns and it just pins him in between and this is the choice that he does He's <laughs> it's like he got electrocuted or some shit it's just and then it's kind it's cgi'd so it looks even worse ay dios so she uh jamie lee curtis as in laurie strode carrie tate Ha- you know, comes upon Michael, who's pinned and still alive. Obviously, she knows broken back, maybe. I love, I love this realization that he has. puts his hands on his head. What the fuck just happened? Yeah, like, he does one of these when she calls him. She's like, "Michael," and he's like, "What? What? What?" It's almost like, "Is my mask still on? How's my hair? <laughs>
0: Who the fuck he, am I?" <laughs> he
1: checks his hair. That's what it is. He's like,
0: oh, he God, looks like good. he's on a ten day binge and just woke up.
1: yes So, this is maybe a nod to H five if there was any reason to reach out and Jamie and Michael kind of having that moment. So Michael's reaching out to, and I'm Jamie Lloyd at that. When I said that she's reaching out to Lori and you know, I'm your brother. Don't do this. They have a moment. She gets, she gets close enough because she knows, uh, uh-uh. uh, you're going to get me sort of thing. So, like, I think the fingers do about that much yeah. right there. And then she just recoils and you see him still with his eye holes about this big yeah. now looking at her. So sad. The hair, this hair, by the way, in this mask. Um, yeah, he's like a, he went to he got it's a perm, right? <laughs> it's a perm, but it's
0: like a perm on like a a, a f- Fifty-five-year-old man, kind yeah. of a thing. Oh
1: yeah, it's a receding hairline blowout. Yes. it's like Beetlejuice.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it is Beetlejuice with a haircut. It's I think. Beetle,
1: yeah, it's Beetlejuice dyed and and you know trimmed a little bit. So <laughs> she's not gonna she's not gonna take it. We and we're not taking it anymore. She <laughs> slices his head right the fuck off with an amazing axe swing. then we hear like lance just mentioned the uh, traditional the original halloween theme which is what we needed it almost feels like it's like the old yeller in the back of the barn sort of thing like take you know take us out of our put us out of our misery and chop all our heads
0: off yeah, yeah? because the the music starts almost exact at the exact moment that we fade to black and it's like oh yeah there was an, an entirely different soundtrack to this and you can hear it i don't think it's it is better than what we got. This weird, like, generic Hollywood soundtrack. Yeah, I was but like, I don't Ooh. think it's quite what I would have gone for. I don't know. It's still not. You got think, it. where we needed it to be.
1: You can't. You don't need to. You don't need to modernize everything. You just don't. Some things are better left untouched, and I think the score is just as much that as anything. So this whole movie got the 98 ni- or late 90s treatment you know just plastered over it it's just it wasn't it wasn't it, it's if this seemed like a cash grab which is what we we kind of wrote it off as right if this seemed like a cash grab then what follows <laughs> resur- <laughs> Halloween resurrection is a heist yes like you said yeah a heist heist. this just there was no real humanity to it i I feel like the characters were still like some of them were pretty that were trying to be well thought out but like because it's so many directions are trying to come into play it almost feels like you're trying to navigate your way through like a rubik's cube it's just not
0: it's not there yeah uh we Halloween 5 was a huge mess, and it looks like a huge mess. This feels like a better put-together mess, but I feel like they had all the same trouble. Like, this script was redone as they're shooting. We don't know who the fucking killer is. Laurie comes. There's just so many things. It it just feels like just as big a mess as Halloween 5. It's just put-together better. Maybe they kind of learned a lesson from it, I guess. It's a better director for sure than
1: Halloween 5. You know, this guy has his credits. I, lo- I love Friday the 13, three and oh, two. Yeah. Um, I know for sure he did two, and I'm not sure about three, but I know he did two, and I'm just, uh, I love it, you know? Um, that's Pillowcase, Jason, in case yeah. anybody was worried, or wondering. <laughs> worried. I'm so worried. Which, <laughs> oh fr- God, which, which Friday, Friday, Friday is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, is this worth your time? You get to see the genesis of Josh Hartnett's acting career. You get to see Michelle Williams in her Dawson's Creek uh, era. era acting out. Uh, you get to see m- mother and daughter uh, horror royalty on, on on screen. That's so much fun to see Janet Lee and Jamie Lee Curtis together. Uh, and you get to see L.L. Reed's smut novels. So
0: Yeah, he's kind of playing the same role that he played in uh, Deep Blue Sea. The Man, it looks like a shock speed he's kind of playing the same role there. So, there's that. He's fun. He, he, yeah, It's he, fun. And and you get to
1: see a beloved uh, sta- uh staple of the series of the yeah, of the Halloween series in Nurse Chambers meet her demise through uh, by Michael. And you get to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah, in it as a as a little punk kid. So, probably, probably there's like there's the best part to like in this.
0: You're going to like the first probably 10 minutes of this movie. Yeah. And the, the, you know what the best part is? It's super short from there on out. So you can yeah. just choke it down. <laughs> just chug it. Just chug chug, chug it, it like a Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there it is. is. There it is.
0: All right, Danny. How many Chardonnays do you give this movie then?
1: <laughs> oh, Chardonnays? I need about 10 to get through <laughs> it <again. laughs> um, And how many butcher
0: knives? Uh, kitchen uh, let's knives. see.
1: Kitchen knives. Uh, Yeah, this one gets... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember uh, real quick. Did I give Halloween six a two?
0: I believe it was a two, and five was a one. Five was a one,
1: right? Yes. Okay, so I give this one a. I'll
0: give it a two as well. Okay. Are we still doing halves? Are we talking? about Yeah, because I was
1: I was between one and a half and two, but I'm I'll give it a two.
0: I'm gonna give it a two and a half only because I gave five a two and that was only because of nostalgia purposes because I grew up watching it and thinking, oh, I don't know, it's Michael and Daniel Harris. Who cares? Sure. But I was excited to watch this. I like the opening. There's something to it, I guess. I, I, uh, again, I'll it, go It gets back. worse. Yeah, it does. It gets a lot worse from here. So I'll give it a two and a half. It'll be my only half score. It gets probably. a lot worse
1: from here until uh, there is a saving grace at the uh, in the most current iteration. So So that's fun, guys. Right. <laughs> uh watch it. It's fun in a sense and it's a short time, so grab a Chardonnay and chug it down and have fun with it.
0: Yeah. And we'll see you next time for the resurrection. Do I have I, I don't it'll be a short episode, maybe. maybe yes. Or it'll be it might be comedy the whole way. It, I don't yeah, know. It might be our longest episode. <laughs> I don't know. Resurrection is next. Uh for Slasher's Paradise. I'm Lance. That's Danny. Give him the peace sign, Danny.